Greetings and welcome in a tent with a Frenchman. Uh, a tent with a Frenchman that is now a little bit high in altitude for the season. I'm saying that because the weather tend to get really cold now in the Pyrenees. And the higher the higher camp, obviously the higher, uh, the lower the temperatures actually. Um, I'm working with Simon and we didn't want to get too high to not get too cold but at the same time ah, there was this place that was on the map written to have toilets and everything uh, it's, it's ski resort not the most fancy place possible but pff, toilets you know it means running water it means a lot of things um, but no, no, it's a completely empty space. Uh, yeah, not the best. And it's cold, but it's fine. With my new mattress, uh, that is a winter mattress, it's really nice. I'm, I'm, I'm having good nights even when it's cold. I'm actually on the GL10 still, but I'm on a variation of the, the GL10, an alternative. Because the normal GL10 would pass by the Cirque de Gavarnie, which is one of the most beautiful places in um, in the Pyrenees, and also to the Refuge de Baisalance and the Col de Baisalance, something like that. Then Lac de Goub, I mean, all of those places are absolutely stunning, but I've seen them. I've seen them last year, it's still fresh in my memory. Um, I don't have a problem really seeing them again, but I don't have a need. And mostly there was an alternative version that was cutting this part, to go through another mountain uh, directly to the village of Cotteret. So because it's a geotent version as well, I'm I'm happy to explore alternatives um, as as soon. I mean, as long as I'm here. Plus, it's a little bit shorter, and <laughs> yeah, and I'm kind of done with the hike already mentally. <laughs> this is something we we keep saying with Simon when we talk. It's like, yeah, this is the end of the trek already, which is not. Which is not. I mean, I still have crazy 380 kilometers maybe to do which is a lot it's really a lot for any kind of other trek but for a trek like the Hexa Trek seems like the end really when you look at the map it's like I'm so close to Hendai that's just weird to just you just look at it and like oh it's really close so everything is starting to go to shit. My camera has a problem with the microphone I discovered this morning. So if I don't hold it in a certain way, the microphone doesn't work because the uh, the jack is broken. I mean, it's been dangling on my shoulder for a long time. I, I know the, the warranty will work and probably, and they will replace it probably. So I'm not really scared to have damaged this camera because it's natural defect. Um, but I'm like, yeah, okay, I just have to hold for a little bit longer and then the tent is showing more and more size signs of weaknesses but it's been doing so many kilometers already that i mean it's still waterproof i shouldn't have a problem in case of rain or whatever but you feel it's getting on its last leg and soon i should have to use some dcf tape to continue working with it my hiking poles broke when I was in Sanary, like the, uh, the lanyard, I had to fix it. You know, like, things are getting to the end. And every time I relativize and, and, and think, I mean, it's almost finished anyway. I just have to hold for a few more days. It's not a few more days, it's more weeks. But, yes, there is this, this feeling. 
Um, and today started with a very nice walk. I mean, it was really hard after the night we had yesterday. Um, but the, the first walk from um, Barège to Lusaint-Sauveur was really, really nice. A nice walk on the side of the mountain, on the perfect path. And the, the walk has been um, um, equipped with, you know, they, they have those kinds of signs and panels. They, they create basically a whole track that teaches you the places, that tells you a story about the places, which gave me a ton of ideas for the documentary, by the way. I'm, I know a few things that I'm going to do now. And also how to teach you how to draw. So you walk and then you, you find this place where you can actually put your paper and they tell you some techniques on the sign, how to draw, like the, the, the landscape you have in front of you. I love when, the, when they do that. I love when municipalities and places um, arrange mountains like that and, and give the opportunity to people to just enjoy. They, they make an effort. I love when they make an effort. It's not just a trek. It, it has more to it. It's cleverly placed. It's not denaturing the mountain. It, it enhances the experience. I really love it. It's nice. It's the kind of public service that I absolutely love and I want to push forward. So I'm really happy that I um, started with that today. Tomorrow will be the final camp to this cold and Cotteret and then back up the mountain to the lake of Ileu. Maybe. Maybe it will be less. Uh, and the lake of Ileu is funny, but you will probably hear that in the podcast about the lake of Ileu. <laughs> and yeah. In the meantime, um, I wish you a happy... I don't know. Rewinding? Maybe you're winding your watch and you have to rewind your watch. And it's, it's a nice moment. I have a mechanical watch and I love to rewind it because... Um, it's, it feels like a connection every day to the watch. I miss my watch, by the way. It's it's in Brussels somewhere. <sighs> it's my everyday watch. Right now I'm walking with my adventure watch, but my everyday watch is in Brussels and needs to be rewinded. So very happy rewinded, and a very good night. Cheers. <laughs>